Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. And we're closing out our Old Testament tabernacle studies by ending off with one last piece of furniture. And that is the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, we are finally moving into the most holy place. So, let's begin. Now, the first thing we need to talk about is the veil that actually separated the holy place from the most holy place. And the, on the veil was angels or cherubim that were embroidered on the veil which symbolized the angels protecting or guarding the very presence of God, which was behind the veil. Now, there are two problems that we come across as it relates to the veil. Problem number one, you could not enter the most holy place anytime you wanted. You were only permitted to enter one time or one day of the year, and that is the day of atonement. We can find this in Leviticus chapter 16, verse 2, for it says, The Lord said to Moses, Warn your brother Aaron not to enter the most holy place behind the inner curtain whenever he chooses. If he does, he will die. Now, like I said, I am going off the New Living Translation just once again. So if you don't have one, then just follow along with me. So the second problem we run into is the high priest was only permitted to enter. However, this is how God removed the veil. And we can find this in Matthew chapter 27, verse 51. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth was quaked, and the rocks were split. Now, the tabernacle of Moses was done away with because Solomon built a temple for God. But the Babylonians came in and destroyed the temple and took God's people to Babylonia, where they were held in captivity for 70 years. Then God allowed Zerubbabel to lead the people back and rebuild the temple. Although it didn't have as much glory as it did before, after some time has passed, Herod comes in and sort of renovates the temple, so to speak. And that was the temple Lord Jesus did a lot of his teachings in. And that was the temple in which the veil was torn. Now, what was the significance of the, veil, of the veil being torn? Well, the temple's veil, according to tradition, was 60 feet high, which means it is impossible for anyone to go 60 feet high and cut the veil from top to bottom. Not only that, but tradition says that the veil was four inches thick, making it humanly impossible to cut the veil. It was basically God doing away with the barrier between us and him, providing free and total access to him so that anybody can come. Now, let's move on to the Ark of the Covenant. But we're also going to be discussing three different things. How was it made? What was inside of it? What did the priest do inside? The ark was symbolic of God's heavenly throne and basically constructed as such. We can find relevance of this in Exodus chapter 25 verses 10 through 11. Have the people make an ark of acacia wood, a sacred chest 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it inside and outside with pure gold and run a molding of gold all around it. But not only that, we can also find more relevance in Exodus chapter 25 verses 18 through 20. Then make two cherubim from hammered gold and place them on the two ends of the atonement cover. Mold the cherubim on each end of the atonement cover, making it all of one piece of gold. The cherubim will face each other and look down on the atonement cover. With their wings spread over it, they will protect it. In the same way today, angels are surrounding the throne of God praising his holy name, which was the vision John gave, and it was the same vision Isaiah saw. Now, let's briefly talk about what was inside the Ark of the Covenant. And we can find this in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 4. In that room were a golden incense altar and a wooden chest called the Ark of the Covenant, which was covered with gold on all sides. 
Inside the ark were a gold jar containing manna, Aaron's staff that sprouted leaves, and the stone tablets of the covenant. Now, why are all these three, these three things inside the covenant or inside the ark? A pot of manna, every time pe people saw manna coming down from heaven, they were reminded of God's commitment to provide for them. It was symbolic and served as a reminder of the covenant that, was, that, ha that God has with his chosen people. Now, let's talk about Aaron's rod. It was a representation for the budding for God giving his stamp of approval on Aaron being the high priest, and then you have the stone tablets, or the Ten Commandments, which of course God gave to the nation of Israel as a sign of his covenant with them. Paul piggybacks off this in Romans chapter 9, verse 4. They are the people of Israel, chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed his glory to them, he made covenants with them, and gave them his law. He gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful promises. All these things inside the Ark of the Covenant symbolize God's covenant with Israel. Now, the lid on top of the covenant was called the mercy seat, basically seen as where God would dwell. But moving on onto what the priest did inside the most holy place, first the high priest offered a, bull a bullock, or basically a bull, as a sin offering for himself and his house before he made an offering for the nation of Israel. Next, he took a censer full of burning coals from the brazen altar, put two handfuls of sweet incense into a golden bowl, and he entered the Holy of Holies. He then poured the incense of the coals, which emitted a thick, fragrant, cloudy smoke that filled the chamber. The cloud of smoke twisting upward represented the prayers of God's people offered as protection on the holiest of days. The high priest then returned to the brazen altar took a basin full of, bullocks, of the bull's blood and again entered the Holy of Holies to sprinkle on the mercy seat, dipping his finger into the basin of blood. He sprinkled the mercy seat seven times, spoken of the completed atonement. Now, we verse 11 through 15. Well, this is more about how Jesus Christ is the ultimate fulfillment of it, so to speak. But let's just keep going. So Christ has now become the high priest over all the good things that have come. He has entered the greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which is not made by human hands and is not part of this created world. Apologies if you can hear the rain outside. With his own blood, not the blood of, goat, of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once and for all time and secured our redemption forever. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of, the, of a heifer could cleanse people's bodies from ceremonial impurity. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. For by the power of the eternal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. That is why he is the one who, who mediates a new covenant between God and the people, so that all who are called can receive the eternal inheritance God has promised them. For Christ di died to set them free from the penalty of the sins they have committed under the first covenant. So... Basically, Lord Jesus, that what to basically summarize it as this: we are no longer under that old testament or the old covenant system, which requires us to bring a sacrifice of a bull or goat, a female goat, or whatever the case may be. We have Lord Jesus Christ's sacrifice, which was once and for all. He doesn't have to keep coming down from heaven to die on the cross over and over again. His sacrifice was enough to secure us one time and forever. But 
I know I covered so much in so little time. I could have talked about this in much, much more detail. But I just wanted to get straight to the point without wasting you guys' time. But that will conclude our Old Testament Tabernacle series. And we are now going to be moving on to in-depth Bible studies, which I will first be covering on 1 Corinthians. So, stay tuned next time, brothers and sisters. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your day.